On this week's episode of the Superhero Show Show, we'll find out if Bobby finally takes out Abbott with a tank on the Sweet Tooth finale. If the Taste Buds can discuss their time with X-Men the Animated Series and not cry. All of that and more on an all-new episode of the Superhero Show Show. What's up, nerds? Welcome to the Superhero Show Show, the only show on the internet that reviews every single live-action television show based on a comic book, as well as some of the animated ones. My name is Cassie, and I will be the host of this episode. I have a couple of friends here to help me out, though. First of all, there's Ryan. Oh, um, hold on, Cassie. I'm so sorry. One, uh, one second. Yes, mm-hmm. uh, please buy, buy, sell, sell, bye-bye, oh, buy, no. sell. Uh, and, of course, bye-bye. Cassie, one second. I am so yeah, sorry. There's a lot of trading going on here. <laughs> I didn't know the the markets were open at this time. Hold on, stock exchange. Uh, I have something to address, Kezi. I said one minute, and then you were just like, "Oh, I'll keep talking." Sorry, to you. I just have like this is a new side of Ryan. I just have like a lot of questions about stocks. I didn't know you were a big stock man. Um, uh, this is the fact new. that I'm wearing a vest. So. I did notice. I did notice the vest. I thought it was like early two thousands, like Fallout Boy era, is what you were giving me. But um, I see wait, now. Hold on. One, uh, sorry. I'm sorry. One second. Uh, oh, okay. So wait, because she kept talking, the stock for Cassie is going down. Oh no! Oh no. shit! <laughs> this is what's so important. Ryan, okay. ask him how I get it back sell. up. How sell. do I get it back sell. up? <laughs> uh, no, I'm selling. I'm selling everything. Uh, goodbye. Hang up. Goodbye, God Wall Street. Damn it, Ryan. You tell me how much do you think I'm gonna fall? Uh, you are down to twenty-five cents a share. God damn it! God damn it, Ryan. Yeah. This is devastating news to hear. Um, as certified stock boy, what should we be investing in at the moment right now? This is now not even about comics. This is we're getting into investing. Uh, right now, like because like I've been listening to a lot of podcasts, been doing a lot of research. You got to buy Caitlin. Buy, buy, buy. Caitlin is and in sync right when it comes to in sync. Buy, buy, buy. <laughs> Sorry, I know that was a perfect, perfect segue to introduce Caitlin, and I just fucking ruined it. No, you had to for that awesome joke. Um, But yes, there is Caitlin here. Yeah. Yep. Hi. Um, Okay, Cassie, I'm just so excited, sorry, because I'm buying and grading and buying and grading and buying and grading because it's Pokemon card season, okay? Mm. And it's the best season of all. I got to sell them, I got to buy them because they keep fluctuating, and that's what Caitlin is all about. You're all, you're just watching the market on the cards right now. On the cards, gotta catch them all. Um, can, they, which can we do one? real talk real fast? Yeah, mm-hmm. there was a, a party I threw one time where Caitlin and her, I think then boyfriend, current husband, uh, just handed Pokemon cards to everybody, yeah. and I kept them for a really long time because <laughs> I did not know if they were worth anything. They are worth something. I saw them literally this weekend. And they're at least three dollars a piece. At what least the, $3. I just threw them away. That's fucked up, Ryan. We said to keep that real safe and grade it because it's going to be worth a lot of money by the time, you know, um, you need it. One was a Charizard rookie card. (laughs) (laughs) That's garbage. Don't even worry about it. It That's not doing well. First edition, Ryan. (laughs) Rookie card. Look at this little sports bitch over here coming into the Pokemon zone. (laughs) 
The fact uh, that I even pulled Charizard out of my ass, you guys should be <laughs> impressed with. Actually, I'm very worried about you. He is a fire-breathing thing, so like those hemorrhoids probably on fire now. Yeah, you ever eat the Carl's Jr. burger with all the jalapenos? Who's the guy in Detective Pikachu who keeps crossing and uncrossing his legs like from Basic Instinct? Is it Mr. Mime? <laughs> Mr. Probably, Mime. Probably Mr. Mime. <laughs> what's, a, what's a fucking what's Mr. A Mime rookie card? What's way to describe Mr. Mime <laughs> and the fact that you were able to pull it? That's right. I know I'm my so, Pokemon. Was he in a movie that I saw where he showed his <laughs> vagina as a joke? <laughs> it's Mr. Mime. Right. Mr. Mime, when I, when I see that vagina, I'll take a peek, but not a chew, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Ding, Ryan's killing Woo. it. The stock on Ryan going up right now. Bye, bye, bye. As much as I'd love to continue keep talking about stocks and Pokemon cards with you guys, um, we do have a show to get to. We got to be talking about some shows. Uh, coming up later, we'll be talking about Superman and Lois, Fear the Walking Dead, Riverdale, Gotham Knights, and American Board Chinese. But before we get to all of that, we got to talk about the Sweet Tooth finale. On the season two finale of Sweet Tooth, Big Man Gus and Amy are taking a final stand against Abbott and the Last Men as they booby-trap the hell out of the woods around Pubba's house. Most of the remaining Last Men are taken out easily, but we almost have to say goodbye to Gus forever after his standoff with Abbott. But do not fear because Gus is still alive and this story will potentially continue on as Gus and his new family will head to Alaska to find his mom. Taste was I ask you, was this battle the dramatic standoff you wanted or would you have wished something different for the finale? I mean, go ahead, Caitlin, because I'm just going to go off. Okay. Um, I I thought it was, I knew, we knew that we were going to lose Mama, um, but it was super depressing, as we knew with this show. Abbott's death, I think it was done justice um, because of how it happened, like with... Um, Mufasa still, style? Yeah, it yeah. was literally <laughs> Mufasa style. He called the fucking animals and they were like, fuck yeah, this guy deserves to die. But why didn't he call them sooner is my question. Um, what? Why didn't, when he was seeing them run over by, by Buffalo, why wasn't Sweet Tooth all like, bye, son? <laughs> Damn, it was right there, Ryan. It was right there. Because he got shot, son. That's why. <laughs> oh, yeah. He had a fucking arrow in his back. So I guess that like brings your pun level down a little bit if you have an arrow sticking out of your back. Uh, but we do have, like, it, the beginning of it, like, started... We do, before we even get to all of that, we have um, Abbott's brother trying to say goodbye to him or just trying to dip. Mm -hmm. um, did you guys feel bad for this little brother? I did for sure. And something I noticed a couple of episodes ago and definitely in this one is Abbott, since there was the reveal that this mulleted, goofy, glassed loser was Abbott's brother, Abbott can only talk about the fact that he is his brother. He, mm -hmm. Every time they talk, Abbott's like, oh, I remember when you were a kid where you were a bitch and I was dope. And, <laughs> and then I killed dad. <laughs> and then I killed Dadi. And th the amount of brother talk in this episode made me think that, like, oh, they're building stakes. Mm -hmm. they're, they're not just making it. This is so, like, two stra one stranger is killing another stranger. They're trying to say, like, guys, in case you binged too fast... Um, this is this guy's brother and he like when he kills him it's supposed to be important mm -hmm. and look overall guys I like this episode but literally anything with Abbott is f the fucking worst writing and acting and bullshit I've ever seen like it's just so basic it makes me think that like why do why does this show need a villain mm -hmm. like finding food winter 
these are things that could be the show's villains. You know, like tr- like uh, Sweet Tooth season three colon Alaska. That <laughs> the villains are written in like it's just gonna be cold and snowy. This Abbott guy is like, it's tough. Like at one point he gives a speech and he's like, the only important thing is winning. Like that's your philosophy. Mm-hmm. You're like an eighty year old poker player at in Las Vegas. Like it's just winning. That's all that there is to you. So it that sort of like dropped the stakes dramatically. I think that that part really got to me because all of the like soldiers behind him heard this as well, and they're behind it like he sold lies to everyone and i get it some people will buy it and they'll join but then once you know all the lies i guess you're in too deep but like winning is the reason that you're gonna die right now for this man to win caitlin is it is it weird to live in a world where like uh you know the person that you believe in is fake but you bought so many flags and you 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 bought in so much that you're just gonna keep rolling with him does that ring a bell at all wow Mm -hmm. ryan and it's also like at a point where you just seen like the worst of him like if you're already still down with that like you're also a fucking piece of shit Mm -hmm. like you're just like these are deserve to die these are the remaining (laughs) pieces of shit around so but not for me man i'm at the point where i hear a bit i'm thinking a butt He's a butt. A big old butt. He's a butthole. A butthole. If he heard you say that, he'd be so mad. I'm like tired of the storyline of like, and they did it with fucking Abbott of like, my dad was abusive, so this is who I am now. A big old piece of shit. And I was like. I think here's where the theme of at least this episode, if not this season, lies. Because Abbott's conversation with his brother about how, oh, I, I killed uh, papa do you remember mm-hmm. i did that for you mm-hmm. is directly reflected i think it, they're like it's like two minutes away from like amy saying to her kids um you guys were being harmed and so what i did was i protected you by getting you away and making sure that you were safe mm-hmm. as opposed to i saw that you were in danger so i killed the person mm-hmm. that yeah. you were with that's not protection right like mm-hmm. there's a thing of like oh you harmed somebody who's close to me therefore i get to kill you mm-hmm. and one you're disregarding the victim's feelings and you're rationalizing your own violence mm-hmm. right like you're just saying oh i get to do dangerous stuff now and i get to like sleep at night because they hurt somebody but you're not giving a shit about the people who are actually hurt there's a direct like i don't know uh disproportionate thing between how Amy how Amy's decisions to save the hybrid kids are good and how what Abbott is doing clearly makes him the villain here yeah and then we are all bare who sees this all unraveling and saying oh there was another option the whole time I didn't have to have an army I could have just had a household like she did right if bear was like more you know like the you know the king and the queen of a land that was you know, protective, but safe instead of I will fucking kill everyone no matter what. But still dress as animals, rat as fuck, still have well, animal yeah. names, still sure. keep all that. Um, And then we do have, we see them all like prepping the house for booby traps. Um, There's just something about booby traps, guys. I fucking Cassie, love scenes yeah. like this. What What is so satisfying about a fucking classic Home Alone scene and everything we watch? <laughs> this is just... This is Home Alone in the Jungle, and I loved it. So good. Even the one where it was just like, I got so excited when I saw all the kitchen utensils going into a pan. I was like, ooh, what's that going to be? And of course, it's just an alarm, but delightful every time I see it. I love it every time. And then when they were like, 
counting up like once the last men start to come and they start just like yes. counting off all of them that they're fucking taking out yeah so good oh keep track of deaths that is awesome like that's so just red. a dope thing to do also the fact that like gus early on is just like got one in yep. his little fucking <laughs> tiny voice 10 year old voice guys i got one <laughs> uh, the two tropes i love are um home alone which is not just Home Alone in this, but like Skyfall. There's an entire James Bond movie where it's just James Bond home aloneing his final scene. And also uh, the Apollo 13 scene where it's like, we have to save these people and all we have is this. And they dump a box of garbage onto the table. Mm-hmm. What are we going to do? And then you turn that into a way to kill a bunch of people. Both of those are great. So good. Um, and we do have like I like that they made all the last men quick to get through where mm-hmm. we just got quick to a standoff with Abbott. And as soon as it was Big Man and Abbott, I was like, Hell yeah, we got Big Man to get so many good hits on him. I was like, This is what I'm here for. I'm here for uh, it. But his knee's I, weak. <laughs> I know. Th- it sucks about that knee, and I don't want to be satisfied by violence, but watching Big Man hit him at one point where his head went to the ground and his feet were up in the air. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. all you saw were his fucking shoes. God, that was that was thrilling. But also the fact, like, they made sure that you, like, wanted this guy to get punched because he pulled out his German accent out of nowhere where he was like, the traitor, and then just back to it. I was like, what the fuck is this guy doing? Yeah. Punch this guy. <laughs> it's just, it's spinning a wheel of villains every mm-hmm. time he has a line and just like, oh, I'll deliver it like this, I guess. Yeah. Um. Did you guys... We have, like, these moments where we're cutting in between and the kids are trying to get away to safety. Um, They're in a gondola going to this family who I believe we've met. I don't fully remember them, though. I think from, like, the first season, like, Gus. Yeah. Like, it's at, it, that's the house they stopped at in between, right? right. Yeah. Okay. It was, like, a uh, it was a big cabin slash uh, sp- out- sports and outerwear gear things, and you have a gondola to go from the inside to the outside. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the weird part was the gondola was not playing, like, tinny yodeling like such a bummer it's not even a gondola at that point if this was a ride at disneyland there'd be like somebody in the background going this was not there they did not have that those kids did not get the real experience and that's so sad for them that's the true travesty when they come up upon the this couple that's living with the gondola uh they're like okay um i guess we'll keep these kids and they weren't even pissed that they had to keep the kids safe they were pissed that the gondola only sits three and so this is going to take so many trips <laughs> so to many. get back and forth this motherfucker gondola moves at point point zero 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 one miles per hour the slowest one i've ever seen also which one only has one working gondola like <laughs> a one in a fucking apocalypse cassie how did they get rid of the other ones like uh, we, that's a good question Safety. we have no food we have no shelter uh, everyone is murdering everyone. But how does this only have one fucking gondola? <laughs> one fucking gondola? Also, the fact that he was standing there with a bowl of blueberries as like... <laughs> so many blueberries, Cassie. <laughs> I just didn't understand what was happening. And he was like, yeah, we're the caretaker to these kids. Have some blueberries get on a gondola. <laughs> it was like the margarita man in, in Jurassic Park. He's like, well, at least I have my blueberries. <laughs> it's comfort blueberries. If um, I was bare... If somebody handed me that many blueberries, I'd be like, hold up, hold back. No, this is we cannot trust these people. Too many blueberries. <laughs> Wait, too we need many. to run. Um, but this whole moment we do have um what's Amy's daughter's name? The pig girl? Pig nose. Uh, Wendy. Wendy. Um the whole time, you know, she's like, I need to go back. Um, were you guys like ever worried about her going back? Oh, or- for sure. They have booby traps 
all over the place. Mm-hmm. I thought she was going to get got before sister was going to be able to tell her that she was indeed sister. I mean, before she left, Wendy was like, oh, I can't leave. I, I guess I'm sad, but that's fine. And then Wendy's eyes, the lock on the door, Wendy's eyes, mm-hmm. escape path. Like we knew that she was going to bolt. And sometimes in Home Alone style, like we're either rooting for Kevin McAllister or we're rooting for Wendy. And that you stupid dumbass, please don't run. Please don't run. Yeah. And she ran. She fucking did it. But um, it turned out okay. Because um, she gets to say goodbye to her mom, who does live enough to take out Abbott or to see Abbott be taken uh, down. But um, And then they just have to say goodbye to each other, which was heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. Not um smooth in that they. I think that they were tricking us into think that that was Sweet Tooth's funeral. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it was Amy. It very clearly Amy's funeral the very, entire time. Very clear. Like we so saw the clear. rocks. It was like a, yeah. an adult size grave. <laughs> we like, saw the pinky sticking out of the dirt that was just yeah. twitching the entire time. <laughs> she was actually asking, trying to be fancy. Okay. It was also the kids were like crying so much. Like those kids don't give that much of a fuck about Gus. Like, half of them still think he's a traitor. Yeah, half of them would be fine with this. Um, but did you guys for any second think that we would lose Gus when you saw that arrow go through him? Name of the show, Cassie, name of the show. I thought they were just like ending the show. I was like, dang. I honestly for a second was like the end of Sweet Tooth. Wow. So quick. I for a split second thought, yes, this might happen because when his blood spilled out, I thought his blood was going to be like a cure. Like mom was going to be there and mom was going to touch and she was going to be cured. And that's how we're going to find like. Gus's blood is a cure, mm. and then they're going to squeeze him like a little rag so they can get all that out. <laughs> said everybody roll in this blood real quick. Do you think Caitlin, despite her love of animals, would have been an incredible scientist that would solve the cure by killing every cute yeah. motherfucker she saw? Yeah. Dr. Singh ain't got nothing on me. Her natural instinct of roll around that blood, let's see if it cures you, is going to take her far. No, Cassie, <laughs> ring him out like a rag. My apologies. <laughs> Repeat after me. <laughs> Don't mind the sound of broken bones. Just ring him out like a rag. Also, when Gus was on the ground and his blood leaked out into the shape of thank you for watching, that was, <laughs> yeah. that was clear, right? When it would just spelt, that's a wrap on Gus. Thanks. <laughs> and thank you to all of our producers and directors and actors who made this show possible. And of course, the fans. We all, uh, it's so much blood in that little deer kid. There's, again, they wrung him out. They wrung that kid out. <laughs> Um, but we do have where next season they're leading up to, um, one, they're trying to find mom. They're going to make their way to Alaska and this group of four traveling together. I'm honestly pretty excited for Mm -hmm. Yes. I think that's such a good idea. Bear was supposed to take care of the the hybrids. Who's taking care of the hybrids now? Blueberry boy. Yeah. And mom. Okay. So I forgot about that part, but we got, um, they very, very quickly went over that. Oh yeah, the, the the parents of the gondola. Yes. yes, I'm sorry. The one the gondola. The gondola. <laughs> the gondola. <Singular>. Gondola. Uh, <laughs> so they they have the hybrid kids. So now we have this uh, foursome that I think is great. Cut mm-hmm. it down. You know, mm-hmm. have them have an episode fighting snow. Have them fighting an episode like uh, trying to figure out fighting how snow. to eat. <laughs> punching yeah, snow. <laughs> Punch snow. the shit punching out of the snow, snow in the face. Do you, you know damn snow snowflake? <laughs> Do you know that nobody's ever made a snowman? That that's actually snow making those snowmen, and you have to fight those snowmen. <laughs> Did you know that? I've seen Jack Frost. <laughs> we fucking no, bro. We were born ready. There's never met a snowman I haven't punched. Cassie out of the womb was like, "Where's the fucking snow?" <laughs> I know fucking, why I'm on the. That's earth. why she was born in November. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> to prepare. <laughs> I just don't want General Abbott to come back. And he did the thing. He did the fucking thing. Of course he did. He was ran over by like six bison, and he was like, "Well, I'm not right." Shoot it one was more arrow. a fucking stampede of like fifty million bison, and then he had the strength to give one last shot. I do. and then die, and then die, yeah, die. instantly. And you guys, I do want to go back to this, because you guys both liked that he was taken out by this stampede. This was a moment where you guys were like, rad? No, that is not true. No, I absolutely disagree. I liked it. That was the most deus ex machina (laughs) buffalo shit I've ever seen. Yeah. Because now Sweet Tooth can just call a fucking, and just call a fucking herd of buffalo towards him? No, that was insanely stupid. Well, we've seen him do it before. He did it when they were at the lodge, and he called, like, a a deer all the time. Mm -hmm. Like, he always has been able to communicate with animals, and we've seen this before. So we knew he had this power. He just kind of fucking forgot that he could use it to murder blast men anytime he wants. Caitlin, you've seen me pee into a coffee can before. Does that mean that I could kill people with buffalo? Hell yeah, it does. (laughs) Oh shit! It's classic storytelling. <laughs> I didn't know that you could do that, Ryan. I didn't know that's I'll what I was in any coffee can. <laughs> I'll punch any stone man. He'll Ooh. pee in any coffee can. Ooh. What do I? What can I do? <laughs> <laughs> Only time will you tell. watch. You tell our story. <laughs> <laughs> Someone asked you, um, but it doesn't look like uh, back to our next season that we'll um, potentially get. I don't know if it's confirmed or not. But we do have, like, Ryan, you want them just battling snow and stuff, but they're not going to give us that because we have this whole storyline of this chick just, like, chopping up meat and, like, feeding uh, it to these fucking dogs or something. Like, we don't see what these creatures are. It's got to be tigers. They could be gators. Like, they could be (laughs) possums. They could be real buff possums. I only, I could only hope. It's just little tiny (laughs) buffalo, actually. (laughs) No, like real tiny. Like you could fit seven in your pocket. Like so <laughs> tiny. Like super tiny. So Because she was chopping that meat very close. Very fine. might be, yeah. Like That's, it was minced. That was what really threw me off. Because I was like, that sounds like a lion in there. But you're chopping this so small. Like why? Are why? These, and that was my same thought. Are these really tiny buffalo? <laughs> we all instantly went there. She of found course. a wolverine. Like, or is this how they get buffalo wings? Just very tiny. <laughs> Very tiny. But this was like, it was, as soon as I saw her whole thing and like that they have the tapes and stuff and these are our bads, I was like, ah, oh, fuck off with this. This is not yeah. what I want. Because she's going to be ca- as cartoony as Abbott mm-hmm. in everything. But I do agree with Ryan that there's almost doesn't have to be a villain because the elements and everything they're going to face to get to Mama is going to be a shit ton anyways. Mm-hmm. That's if what- you guys, real quick, could we uh, one hybrid to take with us on this journey of four. Who is it and why is it not the skunk? <laughs> it's Bobby, obviously. God, no, it's not Bobby. It's why? Because he can Bobby. drive a tank? Yes. <laughs> He's so fucked I love him. It's like my dog. Absolutely not. That's the worst option. Are we going oh, yeah. not with um, uh, Pig Girl? Because she's, she's got her shit no, together. She's, she's part of the four. Okay. Um, so I would go with, you know what? Monkey girl. Her tail, um, has, has come in clutch a couple times. Okay. You guys are Over both wrong. skunk boy. Yeah. Um, who just farts the whole time. Bobby <laughs> drives a tank. I can't no, stand he, he a- He did that one time. 
yeah. one time and I can't stand to look at that fuck. That's I won't more make fucking it. experience. He can tunnel. He literally can get out of things I unseen. I can't tunnel through his fucking tunnels. And if I have to look at his face while I'm traversing through snow and wanting to die, Just I will kill myself. Die of I happiness. can't tunnel through one more of his scenes of having to watch that <laughs> fucking disgusting thing. Bobby. Is, Cassie, if I just say like, Bobby Montagton, Bobby <laughs> Drive Tank. I have no will to live as soon right. as this guy's in my existence. <laughs> we have to end this because Cassie just punched $650 worth of work into the drywall. So we have to move <laughs> Gotta on. Gotta go. Um, but that's that's the wrap up of the finale. Um, so let's go to moments of the week. Uh, Caitlin, what do you got for it? Oh, Cassie. Everything that Bobby's in is always my favorite. Um <sighs> Uh, why don't we go to Ryan first? Ryan, Caitlin, week. have you seen Caddyshack too? She'd fucking love it if she has it. You should watch the movie Caddyshack too. <laughs> oh, I, I have my moment of the week. Uh, Cassie and I were sitting in the theater the other day, and uh, we saw a trailer for the movie Strays, mm-hmm. and we were just like, "This is a movie <laughs> created for Caitlin and Caitlin only." <laughs> a rated R dogs talk movie, like. This is this. If I can sum up Caitlin in one sentence, it's that she wants to see the movie Strays. It looks uh, like the worst thing ever created, and Caitlin will be there opening day. Did you see on my of, face how excited I was? A bunch of cute puppies saying like rated R things. Oh God, Caitlin! I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Caitlin to see this. Like I I am a little excited. Will Ferrell, come on! But this is that's my moment of the week. Uh. My moment of the week, I do have um, when Bear was talking to Amy, or, or Amy was talking to Bear and saying, like, you know, you got to pass this on. Um, you are now the caretaker of them. Like, they have this, like, important, sweet conversation also through walkie-talkies. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Love it. I totally thought they were Nickelodeon um, walkie-talkies yeah, until, it, I realized, it had <laughs> until I realized that they were indeed just spray-painted. Um, <laughs> my moment of the week is when... Um, when Abbott and his brother are in a plane and they're having like this this conversation and it's and all of a sudden Abbott goes to his brother Johnny and he's like, Sing for me like you used to do. Yeah. And then all of a sudden brother breaks into song and it's the most angelic voice we've ever heard. And I it's am the just a boxer and a fighter by my <laughs> Hey guys, if anybody's ever sitting next to you and says like Sing for me. Sing for me. Get out of that relationship. <laughs> Absolutely. That's a problem. Ryan Sing for me. <laughs> <laughs> I am just a boxer and a fighter. I have to, Cassie. How do I end this me and Caitlin relationship? She needs to do crazy things. You, I don't. I have not figured it out, bro. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna suck when Cassie figures it out and Ka- Caitlin loses all of her relationships in the same day. That's gonna be awful. <laughs> Devastating. My dogs are gonna be so sad. <laughs> nope, we're talking to them too. No. <laughs> Uh, Sweet Tooth is on Netflix. If you haven't watched it yet, go ahead and watch it. Um, that is it for the finale, though. Uh, it's time to talk about a website. And Caitlin, I know you've been working on a big website. Um, go ahead and share that idea with the people if you're ready. Yeah, it's going to be how many spots does my hamster have? And we're going to use data to try to find out how many spots the average hamster has on their, their oh, coat. Okay, okay. And like, I don't think enough people talk about hamsters coats and like the amount of spots that they have dwarf hamsters probably have like two spots on them that's what i think without doing the research cassie that's why i need to create a website in order to gather data on hamsters coats dwarfs uh, persian um underground ones long hair ones teddy bear hamsters cassie all of them i need to know all of their coats and how many spots that they normally have and you're not worried about like what what are the big hamsters what are they called 
are you talking about fucking guinea pigs, Cassie? No. Are you including Jesus them in your data? Those are called no. dogs. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. The the big ones probably teddy bear is what you're thinking about. Teddy bear. Mm-hmm. Are you worried of like how many? What's the average on those baddies? You think if a dwarf one's got two, how many spots the big daddy's got? Because I don't have the data yet because my website isn't built. But yeah. I would say like three. Three. Mm-hmm. So we're working with three to two spots each hamster. But Cassie, there could be more, and I just don't know. <laughs> okay. Well, this is big work, and this is for science. So I got to send you over to my friend, cybersprout.net. Um, they offer premium hosted that's specifically built for WordPress. They handle security, which, God, when you're given data on hamster spots, you're going to fucking need um, backups. So much data going into there. They're going to back all that shit up. Thank God. Um, they'll migrate your website for free. Don't even know what that means, but they're going to fucking do it for you. <laughs> they focus on collaboration. They work hand in hand. They'll give you data on their own hamsters even. They'll be like, hey, and by the way, my hamster's two spots and they're a big guy. Um, that's cybersprout.net, your partner for Digital World. Coming up next, it's the pull list. Can I ask you guys a question? Yeah. Is, did you already cut the recording? Nope. Is hamster a good name for a pig? Absolutely. I think that's a great name. All right, we'll be right back with more pig jokes from Ryan. Caitlin, you know what I love about Cassie is that she's never had to diarrhea. Oh my God, she's going to diarrhea again. Oh no! Oh God, it's everywhere! <laughs> A number two on the number two. This is her second time doing this. Jeez. So uh, much poop. That's a do, big cleanup. Do we wait or do we just roll forward? I think we roll straight through it, yeah. Straight through the show or straight through the diarrhea? Because we both, both are yes. on hoverboards and we could roll straight through that diarrhea. Hell yeah, let's do it. Let's just get to the poll list real quick. Uh, first up is Superman and Lois. On Superman and Lois, Clark wants to hang out with his boys at a WWE match, but things change when Jonathan and Jordan ditch him for a kegger instead. Meanwhile, Lois is trying to get a statement from Pale- Pia? Pia. Pia about Lex Luthor, but things go awry when Mateo administers a cure to her that they harvested from Bizarro Superman. Taste Buds, I ask you this. Now that Kyle knows Clark... What? Yeah. Now that Clark knows, now that Kyle knows Clark is Superman, how mad do you think he will be? He's the last to know. Ryan, I think he's gonna be so fucking mad. I think so he's mad. Gonna be, he's gonna be so. He's gonna be so mad that he's gonna be petty about the fact that he now knows that Superman is Clark. Like, there is a moment when he like when Clark has to tell him like he is Superman, and he literally uses two fingers to punch the shit out of out of Kyle and I've never been like I like wanted to jump up and like fist pump I was like yeah what happened to Kyle did he fly through a barn or two he like he like stumbled back but literally all Clark did was put two fingers out like pointing but like Kyle was like punched in the gut like (laughs) and it's like that that part of the gut where like you like you can't breathe for the next 10 hours yeah and then he supermans the shit out of that whole like situation and is like kyle we'll talk about it tomorrow and then just i'm like do you remember that uh very famous scene in the diner from a couple episodes ago where clark pulls the hand behind the uh, guy and says like yes was kyle in that diner uh i think kyle like, does Kyle have the evidence at this point to understand that Clark is maybe superpowered? No, there was no evidence on Clark. What had happened was um, Jordan 
Jordan has been leading trails like everywhere, just like fucking up as a young super wood. Like he put out a fire and he used too much cold breath. So there was like a bunch of like there was a frozen room that was left behind. And and Kyle being a firefighter continued to see this. And like because Jordan kept putting out all these fires and saving these people from fires. So Kyle went to Chrissy and was like, hey, there's a super powered person here. I know it. And then at the Kager, Sarah gets pulled out of a car miraculously as it's about to crash and she was going to die. And he's like, there's a super powered person around here. I know it. And he thinks it's Jonathan, the unpowered twin. Um, so that's why he's at Clark's house. And he's like, hey, let me talk to Jonathan. Your boy's get your boy shit. out here. He's that's what he said. He's like, you get your fucking boy out here. And he's like, no, I need to talk to him. I'm leaving until I have answers. And at the same time, Pia is breaking out of the DOD because she was administered the cure by her son and like murdering people. So Clark's like, I got to fucking save shit. Shut the fuck up, Kyle. I am super boy, Superman. Uh, I mean, again, like, isn't that the ultimate Superman thing? Is that like uh, this situation, which seemed scary. There's a there's a different, more scary situation somewhere else. Mm -hmm. I have to leave now. I don't fucking care about you, Kyle. Kyle, I can't deal with your your bullshit right now. Oh, this was, again, another another great episode at the very beginning. um, Lon or Lois rings the bell as she finishes her cancer treatment. So we're like, yay. And we, we're finally there. Next week, we're probably going to have to deal with their double mastectomy. But, whoo, whoo, it's a good one. Okay, so oh. it's, ring, it's ringing a bell in celebration. Not like yes. ringing a bell and like, hey, bring me Jello. <laughs> no, when she finishes cancer treatment. Like, she saw Pia do it, and she saw a bunch of other people do it. And it was finally her turn to ring the bell. Like, I'm done with treatment. Last chemo treatment. Done. Dunsies. And while okay. she was at the DOD doing Lois, like, badass shit, Clark was like, it's time for me to hang out with my boys. And they went to the bowling alley? They were going to see WWE. Ryan, Ryan, I know we're not at moments of the week, but my moment of the week is when fucking Clark busts through a door, slides, like, fucking power slides through the door in his Superman speed in a WWE t-shirt with four tickets for his boys. And he's like, guess where we're going? We're going to Metropolis. I'm going to fly us there. We're going to see WWE like we used to. And the kids are both like, we have a kegger to get to. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Clark, Breaking their that, dad's like, heart. Eight years ago, they mm-hmm. were seven years old. And that would have been awesome for them. But now, not so much. Uh, Caitlin, did you ever go through a wrestling phase? Like, I am into professional wrestling. I liked watching it. I don't think I understood it. My little brother is named after Stone Cold Steve Austin. So, like, it was definitely... So uh, your parents on- did. Oh, no. We, we named my brother. They let <laughs> us name him Austin. So... They said we don't have good naming powers, so we would like you to do it. And it's Austin. Yep, Stone Cold. Not Stone Cold. Did you name him Stone Cold? No, we weren't no. allowed to do that. But they said Austin. We can we can go with Austin's an actual normal name. Yeah, I know. Uh, so uh, did your brothers? Did you, like did your uh, current husband? Did they, did they have like wrestling phases where like this is my guy? Yes, a hundred percent. Do I know who their guys were? No. But I know they had them. <laughs> they had some dudes. I'm going to guess they were named Leonardo or Raphael. That's, that, I'm going <laughs> to throw that out there. Michelangelo. No. <laughs> so your moment of the week is Superman in a wrestling t-shirt. 
That does Superman sound hot as fuck. Sliding through a door, so excited to fucking watch a WWE match with his sons, and then getting fucking absolutely crushed. Watching Superman get crushed by his sons because they're like, "Actually, Dad, we made other plans." And he's like, "Well, we made plans first. He's like, "Well, things came up," and then him just being really sad, realizing that he has teenage sons. I'm about to cry right now because I have a two-year-old, and I know that she's going to be like that one day. Caitlin never have children. <laughs> I will never, Ryan. Thank I will you. never do that. <laughs> and uh, Superman and Lois is on Tuesdays on the CW. Next up is Fear the Walking Dead. On this week's episode of Fear the Walking Dead, Moe's hunt to prove Padre's true intentions has her over her head as she's drawn to the larger web of secrets. Taste buds, I ask you this. Have you been to the Padres? Have you ever seen the Padres play in their home stadium? Wow. Great question, Ryan. Um, I have not, but I have stood outside while it happened. <laughs> okay. So you, you never walked into like their whole deal? I walked into their deal, but they were never playing when I walked in. Okay. Isn't that wild? San Diego Padres, uh, a team that like most people forget is a baseball team, has an incredible stadium. I highly really nice recommend stadium. it. Yeah. Great at Comic-Con. I do have to say that. Sure. Also, their colors are poop brown. That's the only thing bad about them. I do have to say that, Ryan. Do you know what I love that about them, though, is that their colors are uh, poop brown and piss yellow. They can yes, the entire is. rainbow. <laughs> That's where Cassie is now. <laughs> uh, Fear the Walking Dead is on Sundays on AMC. Uh, next up is Riverdale. On this week's episode of Riverdale, Jughead and Tabitha investigate whether or not author Brad Rayberry was murdered. Could this murderer be the same person who murdered Ethel's parents? Meanwhile, Cheryl wants to be a part of Tony's book club that focuses on black authors. Mean, meanwhile, Archie and Reggie take Veronica and Betty on a double date. Taste Buds, I ask you this. Rank Archie and Reggie's top two loves on this date. So Ooh. for Archie, it's one and two. And then for Reggie, it's one and two. Who is it? One and two? Like, like books or... Well, they're on a double date with Betty and Veronica. So for oh, Reggie, okay. who's one and two? And for Archie, who's one and two? Oh, geez. Okay. Oh, geez. Archie's got to be... Veronica's got to be number one. Mm-hmm. And Betty number two. Okay. And Reggie. I feel like I feel like Veronica's everyone's number one. Mm-hmm. And so, Betty number two? Number two. The boo-boo. Wrong! What? So fucking wrong! What?! Caitlin, both of their number twos is Archie's hot rod, and both of their number ones are each other. They cannot oh, get enough of each other. My God, Ryan, the twist! There is a part where uh, Archie's hot rod runs out of gas, and uh, so the girls sit in the hot rod while the two of them go back to town, but they get in a fight, and they wrestle in the middle of the street until a car comes, and then they try to hitchhike real quick. They make a truce to hitchhike, and then they come back together when the car passes and just wrestle again. They wow. fucking love each other. They just love being all on each other, which, you know what? Reggie and Archie, I could see it. That'd be great. Honestly, like, I have seen... How many episodes, how many minutes of my life has been spent watching Riverdale, watching Archie be with Betty and or Veronica? Like all of it, all of those hours, thousands maybe, fifty um, million. He, it's probably fifty million. He loves his car and Reggie so much more than them. <laughs> his hot rod. His hot rod. Do you know what that means, by the way? It's a car. But like, does that mean that like there's flames on the side? It, okay, you're right. A hot rod has to have flames on it, and if it's yeah, and it's got to be weirdly shaped. <laughs> 
It cannot be like a normally shaped car. What is that? A normal car? Not a hot rod. Get the fuck out of here. Um, Let's go to the line of the week for Riverdale. Uh, Who said it, Caitlin? What the frig? You guys are itching for a switching. Woo. Woo. Is that is that Mama Archie? No, that is Archie. Um, oh. What I say to my daughter is, uh, "You're hankering for a spankering." <laughs> is that better or worse? I don't know, man. I feel uh, like you need to throw another one in there. This uh, this episode had a lot of talk about fucking celebrities, all the celebrities oh. that they want to fuck. Uh, can you name one hot ass celebrity from this time? And they're still in the fifties, right? Yes. And James Dean's dead. James Dean is one of them for sure. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, Marilyn you, Monroe? Marilyn Monroe is also brought up. Woohoo! Um, do you, as a uh, 2023 girl about town, find James Dean or Marilyn Monroe attractive? No. No. Is there anybody from back then? Are they all uh, those? Is it Audrey Hepburn? Audrey Hepburn's a little bit later, but I will That's take what I thought. It. That's what I thought. Yes, for Audrey Hepburn. She's a smoke show. But uh, I think those are the two people I can name from the 50s. What about Marlon Brando? Don't know. Don't know. What about Gary Cooper? Betty's dad? <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, my moment of the week is where um, they were trying to hitchhike, but they couldn't stop wrestling in between thumbs. Mm. So the, the two of them are so adorable and so clearly the couple of the show. Their River- thumbs were up each other's asses and yes absolutely they were riverdale is on wednesdays on the cw next up is gotham knights on this week's episode of gotham knights with one of their own in trouble the team scrambles to find a solution before it's too late harvey undertakes a risky gambit to get the answers he seeks Brody turns to Stephanie after he stumbles upon some information involving his father, Lincoln. Taste buds, I ask you this. If your dad was named Lincoln, is it like a 100% chance of your deuce bag? Or going to get assassinated. Um, Ooh, very true. Or, you know, going to have them deep, deep daddy issues because, you know, daddy daddy did die. Yeah. And I mean, Lincoln is so close to LinkedIn. And like, Oof. hold on. How thirsty are you to like get a job, bro? For reals. Abraham LinkedIn over here. Oh, no wonder they shot him in the head. Yeah. Uh, Gotham Knights is on uh, Tuesdays on the CW. Finally, we have American-born Chinese. On the second episode of American-born Chinese, Jin is in a dilemma and is forced to either speak out as a victim of racism in front of the school or support his racist bully for a spot on the soccer team. Meanwhile, Wei Chen is trying to keep the staff safe and fighting off a pig man from his world. Taste buds, I ask you this. This show has a lot of great things to draw you in, be that character interactions, action, humor, and effective messaging. Is there one aspect that really draws you in? That really draws me in? This is such a good mm-hmm. question. I think that it is doing everything at like a B plus, which I think averages out to an A minus. Um, mm-hmm. I I feel I I think that I feel myself drawn into the main character, mm-hmm. even though I'm not sure he is the best of actors. But he's almost like that. I don't want to say Woody Allen. I should probably pick a different reference point. Uh, but just like I'm so nervous that I'm making you nervous. Like I'm so mm-hmm. awkward that I'm making you awkward. That I think he's doing an incredible job. That I like. It makes me think less about the other two plot lines as far as the comic book goes, which is the Monkey King and the um, 
uh, fan fell on me uh-huh. sitcom guy. Yeah. I, I think just him, like, uh, his inching towards talking to Amelia. Is that her name? Uh, I can't remember. But, like, the girl he thinks is cute yeah. is, I think, what is keeping me going more than anything else. I agree. I think like the whole like character interactions and everything there is my favorite um, because Wei Chen is just like it's funny how he like just kind of does whatever he needs to do rather than thinking about like the social situations, which is kind of cringy. But also at the same time, it's like, fuck, yeah, I love this character. Like I love Wei Chen for just being who he is. Um, but like his interactions, even with Jin, like and how they're like foils in a way. But we find out that. You know, Wei Chen is going to be the what the spirit guide for Jin. Crazy, love it. I'm I here for that, it. I think that uh, our listeners deserve to know, Galen. Uh, yeah. Which one were you in high school? Were you oh my Jin God. or were you Wei Chen? Wei Chen for sure. Yeah, see, stupid I think, idiot that doesn't know what's going on, like says whatever and doesn't realize the like, anything. Why? Why are they making fun of you? Who cares? No one should make fun of us. And then I, I feel like that's so Caitlin. Whereas like mm-hmm. me and everyone else on this podcast and everyone else listening, they were absolutely gins. They were gins. They were standing on the table like, yes, what he said was not racist, actually. Yeah. And like, I mean, Ooh. like doing full on. I just want to be normal. Live TikToks about apologies, you know, like doing that thing about like, well, I think that I owe this message to the world instead of being mm-hmm. like, hey, who cares about? Like, what you think, I'll fight you. But instead, like, standing up on that table, uh, Wei Chen is very different than Jin. Oh, yeah. Very different, but also both of them so very much like I could see these really in high school. Like, a lot of our shows that deal with these teenagers, like, they're not they're not written as teenagers. This is, like, straight, like, you put me back in high school with all these characters, and I do love it. What about the parent drama? What about um, the dad and his job and the mom and her powder uh i don't i don't know i I'm, i can't remember the mom storyline but the dad and his job is like so heartbreakingly real and like the mom is like supportive in the way that she can be and it like again character interactions it's just so good because this episode is where dad finally realizes his boss and him have the love of bon jovi together <laughs> oh which him rocking out in a car, just yelling Bon Jovi, and his coworker like, "Hey, let's rock out together and drink some drink, have a drink together." Love. Even that. though I'm about to retire, and you blew yep. your chance, and your yep. wife screaming at you the entire yep. time of like, "Ask, ask, ask, mm-hmm. ask." That moment may have passed. That's yeah. rough, dude. This dad has yeah. like a lot of stuff on his shoulders. He has a ton, and you can see the mom get like get more sympathetic. But also, like, still, like, hey, you still need to add, like, there's still opportunity here. Don't forget. Yeah, but what I love about the show is that, like, in the first two episodes, the mom seemed a little two-dimensional in that, like, yeah. all she did was bitch at Jin, bitch at Jin's dad. Or, yeah. And then in the third episode, she was like, what if I had my own thing? Mm-hmm. What if I uh, uh, started buying powder and promoting this powder and, like, I could do my own thing and maybe care less about the lives of the people around me? Mm-hmm. I think that's super important. Yes. I love it. It's a great show. Um, I don't think enough people are talking about it. I know. It's because they released it all at once. I, like, uh-huh. I don't want to be a binge hater, although I am. I feel like if this show was released week to week, we would hear a lot more people talking about it. 
Uh, the first three episodes seem to have a formula of we're going to do about like 20 minutes of like teenage talk and then have a fight, have like a classic old school fight. Is that getting old? Do you notice that? Of like, well, it's time to fight the pig ban. So I noticed that in this episode, but I'm also not against it because it's fun. And mm-hmm. I feel like it's going to change eventually. Because last time it was just um, Wei Chen fighting like his dad. And then this time Jin is pulled into it. And like it feels like we're going to be ramping up to something even more. And I'm here for it. Yeah. The thing that's important is that uh, in classic TV or like today's TV, it's like, uh, hey, there's something weird about you. It's going to take me three seasons to understand what that is. And then for Jin to Wei Chen, it's like, uh, I think I saw you fight a pig man. And now I have definitely seen you use a tool to uh, toilet paper an entire school. And now mm-hmm. I'm in, bro. I'm fully in. Yep. I love it. Moment of the week. Uh, my moment of the week is the fucking awesome name, Bozo McDingdong. <laughs> God, and it was repeated twice, Ryan, when they were talking about this guy who only talks about fantasy fo- football, Bozo McDingdong. I love it. What? <laughs> Caitlin, if I was going to pick up on you, mm-hmm. right, I'm going to hit on you. What, what, what would be worse to say than like, hey, could you help me out with my second quarterback, my second QB in my fantasy football team? Like, you're so gross to me, bro. You're so gross. Uh, uh, that whole conversation, I was... I was Jin's dad, and I was just like, I'm backing away from this. I don't want anything to deal with this. Like, I don't I don't know, and I don't want to know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that my, uh, and this is a little unfair, but my moment of the week is Michelle Yeoh, uh, who just got an Oscar and is now, like, Hollywood royalty, but, like, just her in this show, her smile, her face, it doesn't matter that, like, she's sort of butchering lines Mm-hmm. she's just great the entire time i just she, I, lo- I, I love her she can literally do no wrong right i think she's at that point where like whatever she does is amazing mm-hmm. caitlin uh, uh abc is on disney plus we're gonna do it two episodes week by week when we come back the next thing Next up is the first part of a series looking back on the animated TV show X-Men the Animated Series called Looking Back on the Animated Series called X-Men the Animated Series. Part one, looking back at the animated series, X-Men the Animated Series. Ryan, what do you got in store for us on this part one? Great fucking intro, Cassie. Jesus Thank Christ. Thank you. <laughs> do you um, like the name? Does it get through like what we're doing, um, what it's about? I, could you read it one more time, just so we're clear? Absolutely. It's called Looking Back on the Animated Series, called X-Men the Animated Series, Part 1. Looking Back at the Animated Series, X-Men the Animated Series. The, uh, was it worth it? The, yeah, no, that was beautiful. Um, <laughs> so you guys are coming from two different places. Uh, Cassie from Episode 1. Caitlin, you came in a little bit later. But mm-hmm. both of you are far I don't, I, we don't have to get into math or details, but far, far younger than your Michael Gravano's, mm-hmm. your it, Ryan McJoneses. Uh, this was not a part of your youth, right? Correct. Did you did you know of it? Yes, definitely. As what? 
Like, what was it? Was it memes? What, what was it in your head before we started doing this shit? Everyone loved X-Men, the animated series. And, like, I remember I had friends who watched it all the time. Um, and I... All the time? All the time. All, all, every single thing that they did was X-Men, the animated series. They didn't actually. even go to school. They just had yeah. to watch X-Men all day. Yeah, and then that, they kind of resented it at some point because they just couldn't watch it. Because it ruined else. their life. Mm-hmm. And they yeah. never learned how to read, so... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And they hey, called everyone uh, Bub, and they thought it was fine. <laughs> no, that's the worst part about their lives right now is that they call everybody Bub. Uh, put the subtitles on. You'll learn how to read. Oh, shit. Not that Ryan? hard. We didn't have that option back in the day, Ryan. Ryan? <laughs> um. So did you guys, uh, according to the memes that you saw and the people that you talked to who had dedicated their lives to it, what did you expect from the show before you even saw one second of it? I honestly, like, for some reason, I don't know why, I didn't expect it as cheesy as it was. And I feel like that's something that, like, everyone should have talked about, but I never heard about it. Everybody was just always like, it's so awesome. It's, like, what made comic books huge. It's, like, this connecting thing for everyone. So I just knew it was, like, a kick-ass show. In my mind, it was, like, Power Rangers, like, this epic fucking thing from your childhood. Oh, just not a bunch che- of action. So you thought it was not cheesy, like Power Rangers. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You get it. (laughs) (laughs) Caitlin, what did you think? Like, before you had seen a second of it, what was, like, the impression uh, in your head, if you can remember back that far? I thought it was going to be more, like, cheesy. Even more cheesy than I thought. Um, Like... Just have X-Men content, but cheese ball all over it. I didn't know it was going to be like the stories that it told. Like when it told a good story, it always told a good story. And I didn't know that I was going to walk into something that had like some actual good substance in it. For some reason, I was like, this is just a fun, dumb, fun show. And there's not going to be anything like hard-hitting, serious or fun or like not fun. Like um, the good, good television. Something so I would at, really enjoy. Ask a question to two people. Get exact opposite answers opposite yeah. we ran in different circles <laughs> yeah <laughs> this is but eventually we collided um <laughs> everyone knows all of our listeners know how hard it is to do the show every week and the amount of trash that we have to listen to and watch mm-hmm. in order to talk to you folks when it came time to watch Taz every week how did you guys feel like were you like fuck, I have to do this again? Were you amped up? Were you ready to go? Did you guys wait? Because uh, I don't know if a lot of people know this, but you two are roommates, uh, much like me and Mike are. Did you wait to watch it together? We couldn't. We didn't really get to wait too often with uh, to like try to match up schedules to watch it together. It was one that was always like... It was, for me, the highlight, so it was the one that was left as the last one, and I wanted it fresh in my mind. Because I wanted all the energy on this one that was going to be fun. And it's like a quick watch and you're just there for it. Ryan, to be completely honest, I would always panic whenever I saw this on the show board because I knew I'd forget to watch it. <laughs> there was, there was and that's a, that's a me problem. And that's not a show problem. That's a me problem. <laughs> but like, if but you every time the- I watched it, it was so fun and I loved it. I don't except think- for the panic. We haven't described the show board. I don't think anybody's ever said that term on the podcast mm, until I'm Caitlin so sorry. Said, Should we, Caitlin, do you want to go into the nightmare that is the show board? <laughs> Ryan, I think the show board isn't the nightmare. The nightmare is the fact that I cannot view it from my phone. So I would have to get a laptop out and view it. And I just am, I just can't do that. I can't do that, Ryan. 
If it's she, not on my phone, it doesn't exist. She couldn't be bothered. I couldn't be bothered. Caitlin is but, fully post uh, laptop, which is crazy to me. I could not live that way, but I think that you are. Like when we go to do a segment on the podcast, I don't know if this is revealing too much, but Caitlin will pull out her phone with her mm-hmm. phone notes, and I just, yeah. I when she does that, I will often pull out my spiral <laughs> notebook it's dry with the spiral notebook cassie with her laptop with her beautifully like l- highlighted notes and then me with my phone like a fucking little garblin like is that generations is that how generations work yeah cassie and i are a month apart <laughs> a little generation between us there's a whole circle between us mike will pull out uh telegrams and it'll be like watch x-men stop you like this one. Stop. Nightcrawler was in it. Stop. <laughs> Bible. Stop. That would be my Bible. favorite part. Is like you guys either would know the episode prior from childhood or like had watched it earlier and be like, hey, we got a banger of an episode this week. And I'd be like, fuck yeah. Or you just drop like whoever was going to be in it. And I was like, God damn it. It's going to be such a good time. There's like to me, X says, I always waited till the day we record it for mm-hmm. sure so it's not just like so my notes refresh but like that and en- again that energy like this sentinel did something so stupid he fell over and like i wanted to remember that mm-hmm. for the show but also watching Taz to me what it became was like uh the first segment is about gotham let's say and you know yeah. whatever we'll analyze gotham and then when it came to Taz, that segment, it was Hungry Hungry Hippos. And all of us were just going for <laughs> balls in the middle of the court, trying to like crack jokes about how fucking Wolverine is so stupid. It's also like there's nothing to... Like, not, like there was dealing with adult themes. There's nothing... You're not going to get crazy deep with Taz. Yeah. At least we never did. Like, you don't got to put on... Like, it's just there for entertainment purposes. And it's just a fun time for you guys to try to remember... What happened in the order it happened, how it was animated, and how it was said. Like, there was always something fun and switched up with the way it should be. The way I also always remember it is because Cassie was like the zookeeper, like, trying to, Mm -hmm. like, took notes of the show and then revealed them throughout the segment, is that uh, she would offer up the food, and then she would have three monkeys going like, oh, 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 and then, oh, and then... Or sometimes I would offer up something and it'd be like, don't want to talk about that moment. Yeah. Let's no, go but here. This other thing. <laughs> like, but you forgot, Cassie, this happened. You remember the submarine? But that's the only way to talk about X-Taz. It's the proper way to talk about it is to have four people screaming at each other about what happened in the episode. So much happens, though, Cassie. So much happens. An unbelievable amount happens. I think that's the biggest, like, I did not expect so much to fucking happen in 30 minutes or 20 minutes, whatever it is. Yeah, it's like 22 minutes. Sometimes it's like 18 or 19 minutes. (laughs) And God, there's so much. Like, my favorite part is when it was proposed to me, it was like, hey, you'll do the outline and all you got to put is the main things that happened. And I was like, that sounds easy as fuck. (laughs) It is not easy as fuck when it comes to the X-Men. It's a delight. But let me tell you, when you're like, okay, so they start off, they're at the mansion and then all of a sudden they're fighting a bunch of Sentinels and I don't know how they got there. Like there's some connecting points that just don't make sense in between and you're like, well, here's to hoping. Also the moments you take to write down, jot down anything, you miss something. Yeah, oh, you gotta fuck. pause it a lot. Oh. <laughs> I mean, that was something that I learned long ago. First of all, never to walk in anybody's shadow. But second of all, um I would pause it every time I had a note and it would take me 
two and a half hours to get through an episode. You just have to write down notes and ignore all of the crazy shit that's happening in the meantime. If you ever seen a movie where they're trying to show that people are like onto like a huge, like they're solving an insane equation and they're like pencils are going fast as shit, that's us every note every week watching Extas, <laughs> just like doing the Lord's work out here, typing away. My fucking wrists, man. <laughs> well, based on the uh, reputation that the show got and how me and Mike were screaming from the trees that like this created, you know, the X-Men mm-hmm. movie, which created all other movies like this is responsible for the situation that we're in with pop culture. Now, looking back on it, do you guys buy that? Do you guys see why it was so popular? Yeah, absolutely. I like it does have everything. Even as a kid, you wanted as like it is weird that you can jump at, at in at any moment and get into it. And it's just this thing that is so nerdy yet so cool and has something that everyone can latch onto and like unite over. You know, like there's something for everybody in it, and it's just like you could see where everyone got into like following this. I think that was that was such a big thing is that uh, it was my first soap opera mm-hmm. that uh, if I missed a week I would get panic attacks and that didn't that like sort of stopped until the OC came out did a podcast about that as well of just like I just I need my pop culture to like make me have heart palpitations if I miss an episode <laughs> yeah give it soap make it soapy it's also crazy because like. You wouldn't like so back then, you know, you weren't missing episodes, but the timelines were all over the place. Yeah, like, you get this unique experience of like, I'm putting in the work, but it's still not following. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we did it, we watched them in the order that they came out, and still, I was like, What the fuck? I would be constantly yeah. texting mm-hmm. you two and Mike and being like, Hey, um, who is this person? <laughs> hey, have we met this person yet? And we're like, no, we have no idea who they are. Cut to two seasons later. They're like, hey, this is this character. And you're like, beautiful. Awesome. <laughs> Great. I'm so glad we connected this. <laughs> also, art styles. I'm glad we figured out which art style goes in what season. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, okay. So, like, um, I just I like, I like just got out of Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse. <gasps> and- You've seen it. I have seen it, and it's one of the most gloriously drawn, greatest animated things that has ever been created by humans. Is Extaz? <laughs> Is that the question? Yep. <laughs> I want to know. There uh, is so much confidence in that. <laughs> compared to other cartoons that you guys watched in your youth or now, where does this sit as like, hey, cool animation? Oof. The fact that there was literally no consistency throughout, like even from episode to episode, like I feel like you could ha- you could start rough, you st- be SpongeBob, start rough as hell, and then get into it, like and really get your your stride. And but it, it should good, get better. Good. It should get better. Extaz was all over the place with the art. Like it was good, then it was bad, then it was like bubbly, and it, it was weird. It was weird. Are you talking about how sometimes Rogue's butt was drawn perfect, but then other times it was drawn a little weird? It was flat as hell, and it's like, it that's flat. not the Rogue I know. That's not correct. That's She's not canon. She's got a donk, and I know it. She's <laughs> got a cannon, judge? and I know it. <laughs> um, We are famously, everyone is super excited for this. We are going to do another bracket soon where we figure out what is the next show that we watch week by week, episode by episode. What about X-Taz? 
are you taking into that vote? Like, what is it that you guys are looking for? Because XTAS was like, this is what I'm looking for. Honestly, all I want is unhinged. And I don't know if we can get it. Like, I want something unhinged and just wild to talk about. I want the soapy drama. Like, like Ryan, what you were talking about. Like, um, like you just didn't know there was going to be all these things. We had a moment where fucking Wolverine is crying over Jean Grey with a fucking photo frame. That's unhinged. Again, I like that too. I like yeah. that. But also like that soapy drama where it's mm-hmm. like, wow, I was not expecting my boy to be crying over a fucking picture <laughs> frame right now. This is beautiful. <laughs> I love this. I want that. But if it can't be unhinged, I guess like team dynamics or like interesting characters, I guess. Not 2D characters. There's just something about like this group of how like you have each of us have the ones we like. And if you don't like them, you fucking hate them. And there's something so fun about that. Oh, Cassie, do you know what you're explaining? (laughs) What's that? A podcast. That's what you're talking about. (laughs) Wild. Yeah, but I I do think that there is this like uh, interlinking between the two things that you guys are saying in this unhinged soap, which is why people watch reality TV, right? Mm-hmm. Like our our Vanderpump rules was X Men the animated series for five years, <laughs> <laughs> and I think that's important. Like there's this uh, there's a bunch of heralded Spider Man cartoons, right? There's a very heralded Batman cartoon, but it's too good. I don't think that's for us yeah. because they're too good. I think that we need a little bit of what the fuck? What yeah. the fuck were you guys doing? Yeah, I don't want something that's certified good for just being good. Like, classically good. I don't want that. I have no interest in that. Give me something a little fucked up. We watch shows like Gotham Knights, Fear the Walking Dead. (laughs) Those are the things that are classically good. We want something a little bit weird. Alright, I'm very interested to find out what we're watching next, uh, but I don't think it can compete with this. I think that this is... This is kind of all time, guys. I think that uh, X-Men is the greatest. Uh, stay tuned. In the upcoming weeks, we're going to have so many brackets. I'm going to teach Cassie how to do brackets. Uh, we're going to do <laughs> heroes brackets, villains brackets, mo- uh, moments brackets, all kinds of brackets. Uh, Cassie, when we come back, the outro? The outro. Caitlin. <laughs> Ryan. Was that one of the best podcasts you've ever heard before? Not even been a part of. Heard. I I think it was actually the best podcast I've ever been part of. Like honestly, um is that is the episode that we just did in your top 100 podcasts of all time and either way, name them please right now. Okay, I'm going to start from Okay, so top 100. Can I start in the middle? Mm-hmm. Is that cool? Okay, cool. I like to start um, at 69 or 420. Uh, we're not going that high though we're not going all the way to 420 so i will start at 69 right and the 69th episode um is definitely going to be um it's going to be that one that i was on Uh and um we talked a lot about pp and poo poo you know that one my uh my 69th greatest episode of podcasting in history is when you were on wtf with mark maron it was mark and caitlin talking and Mark was like, Caitlin, tell me about yourself. Where did you come up? And you were like, 42069. You just kept saying that. Yep. It was really fun. Mark Marin loves me. Mark Marin loves you. He does. Did you hook it's up with problem. him that night? You know, some say yes, some say no. Well, I will never tell. The lore continues. Uh, incredible show. 
Uh, Caitlin, can you tell us about some websites? The websites. Wait, hold on. Um, Before uh, you do, uh, Caitlin's going to leave the stage. And here is a professional Caitlin impressionist. Yes. Um, hamsters. Uh, uh, hamsters, hot dogs. What was the question? Uh, websites. I already forgot it. What was it? <laughs> no, it's web. Straight up, Caitlin impressionist. It's websites. Websites. Yes. Websites. Oh yes. Okay. Yeah. 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 I got it. Okay. Patreon. Uh huh. Patreon.com. Patreon.com. Uh huh. Slash. Your pop filter. <laughs> and then your pop filter.co. Yes. I think that's it. Yeah. No, that's it. That's that. Uh, that's crazy. Hamsters. All right. Uh, we have to do somebody with social media. Caitlin, anybody want to do that? Yeah. I actually, um, I just saw this guy. He th- I thought it was so funny. Uh, and I think everyone thinks he's so funny, too. Um, it's Pickle Rick. Have you ever heard of him? We got him. It was a big pull. <clears throat> I am Pickle Rick. I played Pickle Rick on stage. I went to Shakespearean high school to learn how to play Pickle Rick, and I, that is how I became him. I understood him. I learned him. I loved him. Would you say you're kind of a big deal? I, um... I follow the scripture. So if uh, Shakespeare said that Pickle Rick would say I'm kind of a big deal, then uh, then I would say it. Otherwise, I, I just go by what he writes. Got it. Got it. So websites that I go to as a uh, a pickle actor, as a, um, you know, like I pretend that I am a uh, pickle. Is uh, am I doing websites? Yeah, actually, you're telling us about social media. Right. So, uh, 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 Instagram, is that a website? I think it is. <laughs> yep. Thank you. It is a website. Where you go is um, you follow your pop filter. Yes. I didn't know you were so German. And French. I know and a French little bit. And, and Russian. A British bit Russian. and French and English and uh, Russian. <laughs> wow. Snap. Didn't know. Uh, That's great. So, Caitlin, if you could get off the stage, please. Oh, okay. I'll, I'm running. Because I'm, I'm trying to do a thing here. Um, here we have to tell us about... Uh, shit, what is left? Uh, how, to, how to contact us. Is Cassie's older brother, Sassy. Hi, I'm Sassy. And I'm here to tell you something important. And I, I, I have a, a sister. Uh-huh. Her name is Cassie. Uh-huh. That's what... Wait, yes. oh, I, I'm so sorry, Sassy. Is your entire yes. character built around the fact that you have a sister named Cassie? No, that's called my life. <laughs> I like to drink beer... Uh-huh. And eat pretzels 
and that is my only form of sustenance. Beer runs through my veins, and pretzels run through my bowels. So twenty four seven. Your three character traits are that you are a brother of Cassie. Yes. Your name is Sassy, so I guess that's, yes. Uh, and then you eat pre- only pretzels and beer. Um, were you recently around a bonfire? Is that why you talk like this, Brian? I have found that I really like fire, uh-huh. and when I see it. I'm drawn to it like a moth, and I have to crack a beer and a pretzel. Now, Sassy, every time that you see a fire, you crack a beer and you crack a pretzel? Yes. Do you share? No. If I do, then I have to crack a skull. That's the only (laughs) other thing I crack. So, I'm so sorry. I am coming up to your bonfire, and I want to hang out with you, Sassy, but I have neither a beer nor pretzel. And I go for one of yours? What happens to me? You get cracked. My skull gets cracked. Yes. It's pretty simple. Do you think it's a little harsh? Like, do you think that punishment is a little harsh? Not at all. That's why Cassie is the way that she is. She's great because I made her. Now, wait, you made her? Yep. Now, Cassie is always apologetic. Are you unapologetic about it? Are you the exact opposite of Cassie? Correct. (laughs) And I made Cassie out of Play-Doh when I was five years old. I'm so sorry. This is I have to ask some questions about this. Um, Play-Doh is not even clay. Play-Doh is a gross thing where you put together things and like macaroni sticks out of it. Is that why there's some macaroni sticking out of Cassie? Exactly why. And I stuck the pieces together with my own saliva, my beer saliva. That's how I made Cassie. Now, Play-Doh and saliva. Sometimes I will ask for a little bit of Cassie's beer or pretzel, and she will swing at me with a hatchet. Is that mm-hmm. is that your DNA? It's right there. That's that's from that's from my taters. <laughs> now, taters, I'm so confused because does that mean that you <laughs> dipped your balls into the the Play-Doh, or is that because part of Cassie's Play-Doh was literal potatoes? It was literal potatoes. You know I only eat pretzels, so the taters were indeed used to create Cassie. Because you heard Play-Doh and Potato, and you thought, yes. same thing. Uh, it's basically you got the it. same thing. You, get, you know, yes. Okay. There has been a um, macaroni noodle sticking out of Cassie's ear the entire time I've known her, mm-hmm. and I want to just pull it out. But if I do, what happens? Have you ever seen a sweater unravel when you pull one string? That macaroni piece is essential to Cassie's well-being. What if I pull it out and then let it go and then it goes back in again? What does Cassie say? Cassie says, uh-oh, macaroni. It's like, she's like, um... I'm sorry, if if I pull the macaroni, then Cassie says, uh-oh, macaroni? Yes, she, that's what she says. Well, um... Do you have anything to advertise? Mm, yes. There is something I was supposed to say. Uh, mm. it's, a, it's about Caitlin.com. Can you, can you brag about Caitlin.com for one sec? Yes. Oh, yeah. And uh, I'm going to talk about Caitlin.com, which, cool, great. Don't really know who that is. Um, but I do know that yourpopfilter.co, that's another cool website that I actually do go to um, and get things other than beer and pretzels the only thing that i consume which is great little articles and stuff 
Uh, spoken like a true fucking Greek philosopher. Um, you know what else I do, right? What? I had a slash in Amazon on that, and then I buy all my all of my beer, all of my pretzels off Amazon with that, and a little cash goes to my friends. Bro, I think we already did this, dude. And I do. Whoa. Not, I don't want you to pull macaroni <laughs> from my ear. I really don't. But I feel like you are do. You're you're like about to do that to me. I'm I I see a little macaroni in that ear, right? And you know, if you get me, if you get me a little a little cracked, I'm you're like that. the most vengeful Yankee Doodle I've ever met. <laughs> and that's my Nemo. <laughs> All right, well that's Yankee Doodle. That's her, uh, his Nemo. Um, guys, uh, we don't know where Cassie is. Hey, Caitlin, can you come back? Yes. Hi. Yes, it's me. Is can I ask you a secret question? Yeah. Yeah. Is, is Cassie still diarrhea? Brian, I'm surprised you can't hear it right now. How <laughs> much she's diarrheaing is insane. Oh, Caitlin, it's I, all I, over the walls. We can all <laughs> we can all hear it. I thought that you were going to come up with something different than that and like ignore mm. the fact that we can hear it. Oh, no, sorry. Um yeah, she's actually playing the trumpet while sitting on the toilet happily, not pooping at all. Oh, and it looks like she's got a kazoo in there too. Woo, she's got a bunch of instruments in there and definitely not pooping at all. Unbelievable. Cassie, uh come so back talented. when you can. But so talented. Oh my god. Do you, I will call my parents once a week and be like, have you heard of Cassie? She is so talented. So, so fucking talented. Uh, next week, we have American Born Chinese is in the hot seat, plus Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse. Caitlin, did you see it yet? Not yet, but I will. Caitlin, it's the best movie I've ever seen. Oh, Ryan, I need to see it right now. Also, uh, we're going to hang on to this X-Taz goodbyes thing. We're just going to keep doing segments. Uh, until then, uh, for Ryan, I am Caitlin. Goodbye.